Good morning, everyone. And thank you for coming out uh, this chilly Friday, January morning. Uh, I'm honored to stand here uh, with some um, very, very committed and passionate uh, and capable leaders from Milwaukee's Hispanic community to stand up and to say what happened Monday night uh, through the opinion of the city attorney's office is wrong and is unjust and is a threat to our democracy. That's right. So my name is Daryl Morin. I'm national president for Ford Latino. Uh, we're a national Hispanic advocacy and service organization serving our membership across 29 states. And we are very fortunate to be headquartered right here in the great state of Wisconsin. I stand before you today uh, concerned that the Milwaukee Common Council is receiving inaccurate and incomplete legal advice from the Milwaukee City Attorney's Office on issues of voting rights and redistricting. I stand before you angered that the voices of Milwaukee's Hispanic community that now comprises 20.1% per, 20 of the city's entire population is being silenced as well as those of other interested communities. And I am outraged, I am outraged that the city attorney's office literally, at the very end of Monday's Judiciary and Legislation Committee meeting, wrongfully issued an opinion declaring that all of the fair map proposals were unconstitutional. This is after the city had already deemed all of the, all of the proposals lawful and were added to the file. To clarify, the city attorney's opinion concluded that all of the proposed maps were drawn with race being the predominating overriding factor. Those are key words, predominating overriding factor. And as such, that all of the maps were unconstitutional. This includes map B, which was authored and designed by Ford Latino. And I'm simply using this as an example of what happened on Monday night. At no time did the city attorney's office share this concern with Ford Latino, nor did we ever receive a formal request for data or information of the factors that were utilized to create the map. In addition, once they issued their opinion at the meeting, we were not granted even an opportunity to address their concerns. And yes, while it is correct that race cannot be the predominant overriding factor, it is a lawfully allowed factor considered uh, in redistricting cases and in redistricting processes. While I cannot speak to the factors that were considered during the design of other maps, I can share with you that race was not the predominant overriding factor of map B. Multiple factors were considered when designing the map, including the lawful use of race as but one of the factors. In the city attorney's own written opinion, they incorrectly justified their finding by referencing cases in which maps were, and I quote, so irrational in its face that it could be understood only to be an effort to racially segregate voters. Later in their opinion, they referenced another case, and I quote, where exceedingly obvious, it was exceedingly obvious that the shape of the district together with relevant racial demographics was a deliberate attempt to do so. Neither of these apply to map B. The map is compact, it's contiguous, and it meets all legal standards and requirements. 
any voting rights expert will find that if there's anything exceedingly obvious about this map, it is that it is not, it wasn't drawn using the predominant overriding factor of race. One only needs to look at the map to see the relatively small Hispanic percentage given the number of highly accessible, high concentration Hispanic wards nearby. Once again, they are compact and they are contiguous. And this isn't simply the opinion of myself and our dedicated team at Ford Latino. This is the opinion of national experts with regards to voting rights and redistricting, including Mr. John Tanner, who was the former voting rights chief for the US Department of Justice for more than a decade. This and other maps are lawful and constitutional and should not have been summarily dismissed by the city attorney's office. This is but one example of the inaccurate and incomplete advice and decision-making happening regarding this issue at the city attorney's office. We have identified numerous inaccurate and incomplete findings and advisements that have been given by the city attorney to the common council. That is why today we are here imploring the Milwaukee Common Council to retain disinterested counsel that is nationally recognized for their expertise in the specific fields of voting rights and redistricting. The explicit purpose of this council should be to review not just Monday's opinion by the city attorney, but all advice that he's provided to the Common Council, as well as direction on how to move forward in a legal manner. Failure to, failure to retain this outside counsel with this expertise would not just be an affront to Dr. Martin Luther King, who we're about to celebrate and commemorate here in three days for his exceptional work on voting rights. Not only would it be unlawfully diminish the vote of communities that have been traditionally underserved and discriminated against in the area, but it would also be an open invitation for these communities to bring time-consuming and costly litigation against the city. The issue of voting rights is far too important to Milwaukee to let this stand. And that's why we're calling on the Common Council to do the right thing. Thank you and God bless. I'll now go ahead and uh, invite uh, the president of the Hispanic Collaborative to the microphone. Nancy. Thank you so much, Daryl. Uh, thank you for all of your work at Forward Latino on this issue, as well as the incredible work that Voces de la Frontera has been doing and the um, work of Mexican Fiesta and the Wisconsin Hispanic Scholarship Foundation amongst just some of the organizations and individuals supporting this issue. The Hispanic Collaborative came together a little over two years ago to understand how we can help through collective effort improve outcomes for Latinos on very targeted paths. One of these areas is civic participation, increasing civic participation. And this issue is crucial not just to ensuring that Latinos have fair voice and representation, but they affect all other aspects and areas of life, including health, wealth, education levels, and all things that are important to this city as we think about our ability to compete against other uh, areas, regions, municipalities. Uh, the Hispanic 
collaborative believes, along with Forward Latino, that the maps that were presented to the Judiciary and Legislation Committee, all of them took several factors into account. Race was only one of them. But let me remind you of why we are here today and what the key issue at the table is. When we think about what's happened with population, uh, when the Hispanic Collaborative was first formed, we reported accurately that the Latino population has been responsible in the Milwaukee region for 100% of the net population growth and the net job growth. If we look at the uh, statistics recently reported through the census, we see that in the three districts where the primary, the primary growth of the Hispanic community has happened, we see that we have lost, especially white population from those three areas to the tune of eight to up to 15% in the 11th, 13th, and 14th aldermanic districts. I'm happy to say, as we all should be, that the growth in the Latino community quickly uh, impeded those, those losses and were able to buoy the population in those areas back up to where they are today. That's what we're talking about, the growth of the Latino community as the districts are laid out uh, in the past are across three different aldermanic districts but it's important to us to understand that they need fair voice and representation. Achieving equal representation and being able to cast equal and effective votes depends on those maps that are drawn fairly to reflect and respect all of our communities. So that's at the core of why we're here. And that's why we are not just um, taking what the city attorney's opinion is as fact, that's why we have engaged other expert counsel on this issue, and that's why we feel firmly that the city of Milwaukee, the Common Council, needs to look at disinterested, nationally recognized outside experts to advise on this. We believe we have sound advice. We know that the growth of the Latino community merits uh, a third Latino district, possibly a majority district, as some of the maps that uh, were submitted suggest. And we urge them to quickly take action. I want to now bring to the podium a partner in this piece, and certainly um, someone who is well known to all of us, Christine Numen-Ortiz with Voces de la Frontera. Thank you, Nancy. Voces de la Frontera condemns efforts by the city of Milwaukee to suppress the Latino voting rights for the next 10 years through the redistricting process. The redistricting, the redistricting process, uh, excuse me, I'm just gonna say one thing. I'm gonna say my comments in English and then I'll do a brief summary in Spanish, or do you want it bilingual? Uh, like, do English first and Spanish. Alternate? Yeah, for Telemundo, alternate, alternate. English and then Spanish. All English, all Spanish, okay. Voces de la Frontera condemns the city of Milwaukee's efforts to suppress Latino voting rights for the next 10 years through the redistricting process. The redistricting process is supposed to be transparent and fully engage the community. Yet, 
After months of organizing and discussions, Alderman Spiker solicited an opinion from City Attorney Tierman Spencer that was only made public the morning of the Judicial and Legislation Committee hearing. This opinion is deeply flawed and there was no opportunity for the community to respond before committee members went into closed session and several hours later announced their decision. And the city attorney incorrectly advised judiciary and legislation committee members of the Common Council and only in private that they could not consider race or nationality of voters in drawing aldermanic um, district boundaries to account for the dramatic growth of Latino voters on Milwaukee's far south side. That advice is wrong and it is in violation of Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. Race can be considered along with other factors as the goal of the voting rights and redistricting is to also overcome racial discrimination. The map which the city attorney erroneously told committee members they had to adopt splits the far south side Latinx community in half despite ample evidence that a new third majority or near majority Latinx aldermanic district can easily be created and holds up to redistricting standards. We call on common council members to show strong leadership and secure additional legal advice before their decision is made. In a city with a majority of people of color and some of the worst racial disparities in the nation, and at a time when voting rights are under attack, redistricting is supposed to ensure a voice for the disenfranchised. We call on Common Council members and the interim mayor to uphold democratic principles and fair representation for Latinos that have for decades been ensuring growth and prosperity in Wisconsin and in Milwaukee. We're exploring taking legal action because we believe both the outcome and the process is a violation of Latinx voting rights and the larger goal of civil rights. I ask each Common Council mayor, uh, member and the interim mayor, what side of history will you stand on this vote? Thank you. It, and it's my pleasure to now introduce Ruben Burgos. Ah, perdón. Sí, sí. Eh, y lo haré breve. So, eh, que Voces la Frontera uh, con organizaciones aliadas también estamos condenando la decisión uh, del comité eh, que está proponiendo uh, disminuir el voto latino por los siguientes 10 años a través de este proceso um, de nuevo proporcionamiento de los eh, distritos electorales. Este proceso debe de ser transparente y no fue así. Eh, básicamente el concejal Spiker solicitó una opinión y a última hora, el mismo día del, del, de, uh, de la reunión um, del, de pública, se presentó y no nos dieron tiempo a organizaciones uh, que están luchando para representación, una oportunidad para eh, responder. El, uh, también el abogado de la ciudad les dio una recomendación eh, equivocada y sin ética, que es, uh, realmente representa una violación del de derecho de voto 
de sección 2 que da representación a grupos uh, que están marginalizados. Eh, el concejal dijo que raza no se podía tomar en cuenta para crear un tercer distrito con una más, con fácilmente mayoría de representación y rechazó todos los mapas con la excepción que tenían que divide la comunidad en mitad y disminuye nuestra voz política por los siguientes 10 años. Esto, este consejo es... Um, eh, es una violación del acto de derechos de votos porque raza sí puede, considerada, sí puede ser considerado con otros temas. Sabemos que Milwaukee es una ciudad donde vive una mayoría de gente de color y que tiene unas de las más grandes estadísticas en diferentes aspectos eh, de, de desigualdad racial. Por eso esto es tan importante, no solamente a la, comunidad, la comunidad latina, sino en cuestión de derechos civiles y a otros grupos oprimidos. Eh, ex, ex, exigimos que los miembros del concejal y el alcalde busquen una opinión legal de alguien que tiene más conocimiento sobre derechos civiles eh, antes de tomar esta decisión, porque queremos asegurar que latinos tengan representación justa en esta ciudad. Yo les pregunto a cada uno de los miembros concejales y al alcalde um, actual, ¿en qué lado de la historia estarás cuando se lleve a cabo este voto? Gracias. Ahorita es mi uh, placer a introducir a Ruben Burgos, presidente de Wisconsin Hispanic Scholarship Fund, Mexican Fiesta. Good morning. Thanks everyone for coming. Um, representing Mexican Fiesta, Hispanic Scholarship Foundation. You know, we've been an advocate for Latino and Mexicans for the 45 plus years. And we understand that this is the process and the redistricting and voter rights is very critical. And we are completely in agreement with what's been said here. I want to rehash what they've said. But I want to read some of the advocates in Milwaukee, some of the signers on this letter to the chief, to the mayor, and to the elder persons. And see, this is a very important, very broad-reaching uh, group of individuals. So I'll go through the list quickly. There's 60 plus, but I won't go through all 60. Uh, Aracelia Arevalo, Andrea Bautista, Baurita, Jose Aviles, Aviles Plastics, LLC, Dr. Tony Baez, Dr. Michelle Bria, Representative Marisal Cabrera, Chivas Bar, Cocos Landscaping, Hector Colon, Constable Tax Controllable, Con Contable Tax Group, Tax Group, James Croft, Marina Croft, Dance Academy of Mexico, LLC, Ricardo Diaz, Melissa Escobar, Valdemar Escobar, Zella Garcia, Fiesta Garibaldi Restaurants, Blanca Gonzalez, Eileen Figueroa, Dr. Enrique Figueroa, Forward Latino, Galerías Mex Music, Quiroz Nuevo León, Carolyn Gomez Tam, Dr. Tony Guajardo, Latino Chamber of Commerce of Southeastern Wisconsin, Laura Gutierrez, Nancy Hernandez, Hispanic Collaborate, The Journey House, Vanessa Llanes, Margarita, Margarita Express, Julio Maldonado, Samantha Maldonado, Jean Manzanet, Craig Masters Tuano, Francesca Mayaka Wagner, Citali Mendez, Mirieta Ramos, Santiago Mercado, Teresa Mercado, Gregorio Mercado, uh, Mexican Fiesta, Del Morin, Christine Newman Ortiz, Jose Olivera, Representative Silvia Ortiz Velez, 
Carla Perez, Miguel Perez, Maria Rodriguez, Rosendo Sinintel, Nelson Solar, Taco Barrio, Serena Taylor, George Torres, Voz La Frontera, Wisconsin Hispanic Lawyers Association, Wisconsin Hispanic Scholarship Foundation, and Mauricio Zelmento. These are some of, some of the signers on this line, not all of them, but just want to show that this is a far-reaching group of people, individuals who are very, very concerned about the process of, voter, of, of redistricting and voter rights here in Milwaukee, and we just want to make sure that the, the process is done correctly and fairly to everyone. So if there's any other questions, the group is here to, to spend the, any, answer any questions you have, and thank you for your time for coming today.